All right. This is the five on five podcast presented by directmusicservice.com and Nukes Hot Sauce. Nukes. Nukes. Hot. It's hot. hot. It's hot. It's a sauce and it's hot. It's a, it's a <laughs> sauce and it's hot. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Phenom, coming to you live from Portland, Oregon. Down the street from me, my man, Jupiter Williams. And out in the desert in the belly of the beast, make some noise for Nick Lopez. Wait a minute, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Hold up. Because we don't have a guest. So I'm like, I'm like licking off shots for Nick. I like that. I like that it's my guest. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Make some noise for Nick Lopez. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Yeah. Why are we making noise? I was licking a while. Like, hold on. We didn't, we didn't see enough of you this last past week. This is true. Yeah, it, it was different this time. Around. We're at a bit of a deficit, a a unique deficit, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we didn't do a guest this week. There's no guest. Um, you get the three amigos, and we're going to talk about Vegas. We're going to talk about <laughs> Neek's trip out in Colorado. We're going to talk about Facebook and Instagram being down, maybe forever. This makes hey, yeah, hey, you never know. You never know. I'm, Guess what? I'm loving it. I'm out in the streets handing out flyers to people. I'm like a town crier. You carry your soapbox everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm just calling. Oh, he he's on Broadway right now talking. <laughs> I'm walking around with a plate of food, showing people my food and telling them you like this. <laughs> you like this? This does yeah. this look good? <laughs> it's I'm I'm listening to my records without letting anyone know that yeah. I'm listening to music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are um we are talking to people about our Monday night spot. Instead yeah. of posting about it, you know, it's interesting because it makes us be human again, man. We yeah, to, we need to humanize ourselves more often instead of relying on this bullshit social media. I guess this was a hack. This is this is like a huge hack. Mm. One point five billion people's information has been compromised. Dope on this hack. Um, they're gonna know your screen name, your email your government name, your age. I don't know. Guess what? Right. It's been happening already. <clears throat> I'm, yeah, it's been I guess. Happening. Already had it. You know, every every single time there there is a breach, that means they sold our information. That's all yeah, it is. Yeah. They just yeah. sold our information. Yeah. They've had our information for a long time. This is just a, this is just a refresh. Oh, where are you living now? Have you had a change of address? (laughs) If you thought it was tough to get people to watch your Twitch before. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) Tell me about it. Uh, What do you do now? Do you text people? Like, hey, Hey, I'm on Twitch. Here's the link. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to start sending chain mail. Remember chain emails with the little yeah. the text start? Yep. Send this to five people or your family will die. <laughs> also, right. no town tonight, so we'll see you there. Tonight, so we'll see you guys all there. <laughs> all five. This I don't is- know, man. I'm kind of like, whenever this happens, I'm, I realize like just how 
on social media. Oh, big time. <laughs> I'm like, I, I woke up today. First thing I do, obviously, is like look at my phone, check mm-hmm. my type, catch up with my texts and emails. And then I go to Instagram and I'm like, fuck. And like Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah. shit. Here we go again. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I thought I'd get my bill. I was I'm, like, I'm pretty up? sure I down like turn the wi-fi off and you try again uh-huh yeah and i'm like oh nope it's it's just instagram's down i saw that shit wasn't wasn't refreshing and i rejoiced uh, i don't i wish i was I had like an angel i wish i was ear. like man i despise social media i had I aretha franklin so- recording her lives her live gospel album in my head that's awesome it, it was it was a beautiful morning Still a beautiful morning. I can't believe, but but see, it's like to me, it's like I I didn't even realize there was probably a story behind it. Like you were saying, like, <laughs> right? You're just like fuck. It's down. I'm like, Damn, this shit's just down. <laughs> <laughs> so I googled it, and it's like on CNN. There's like a whole ass article about it being down. <laughs> like you're like, damn, it's a thing. right now. This came out. This was updated. Fucking just now, like. The- yeah, this was updated like 30 minutes ago. This is cr- like, it's this crazy. is wild. This article was just posted. So I, I don't know. It's, I don't know. <laughs> I, I miss social media already. <laughs> this is crazy. It's, uh, it's really inconvenient for the t-shirt, the $500 worth of t-shirts that we just bought today. This is very true. <laughs> this is, this yeah, is, at the very least, it's very inconvenient <laughs> for the shirt drop. Uh, an inconvenience for that. Yeah, I'm like, what do we do now? Do we go to a swap meet and try to <laughs> yeah. set up a booth? Yeah, have a garage sale. Yeah, on a Monday. That's funny. Uh, uh boys, we had a good week. We had a good week. It was a good <clears throat> week. It was a fun, fun week to get away. Neat got away and then came back, but it was a fun. I know I know what we did and we'll get into the Vegas trip, but we don't know what Neek did. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Okay, so quick story. Um prerequisite. I'm mm-hmm. sober. I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't do drugs. Um a really close friend of mine owns a cannabis cigar company. So this has been my friend since we were like teenagers. <clears throat> He's one of like the first people I smoked weed with when we, I was a pilot. But so he owns a cannabis cigar company and it, it, the product is, is it's, it's, a, it's the mold you use to make the cannabis cigar. Mm-hmm. And his thing is they have three different sizes where most companies just have one size. And it's meant for the consumer, not for the business selling the cannabis cigar. So anyways, there's a weed convention in Colorado and he tells me, hey, I need sales reps. Um, Do you want to come and work this convention with me? Um, I was like, yeah, cool. So me, him and our other buddy, we go out and we get this Airbnb in downtown um, Denver. And we're taking lime scooters all over downtown. Actually, Denver is a fun city to, to do scooters on. 
It's fun. And like where we're at 16th is like, a oh, 16th Mall Street. It's yeah. like, it's Mall Street. Yeah. Yeah. And it's literally a mall. Like mm-hmm. there's like Forever 21 and fucking Cinnabon and like outside yeah. on the street. Yeah. It's cool. I didn't think Denver was going to be that cool. Denver's I don't know dope. why. But Denver was cool. Um, so you should have thought about that because they have the three major sports teams. Right. I passed by the um, the uh, Broncos Stadium. Mm-hmm. Baseball um, Stadium is over there. Coors, Coors Field is over there. Coors too. Field's over there. Um, and the basketball stadium is right next door. Oh, then I must have Broncos Stadium. Missed mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Wait, did um, you see the big the big horse. Yo, the horse is crazy. Blue. You know that horse. Ki- you know that horse killed the dude that made it. And they yeah, still- and then yeah, his son still- finished it. <laughs> yeah. And I was reading on all the like Illuminati stuff with the airport. The yeah, airport. There's a out. lot of like symbolism and uh, conspiracy theories going on with that airport. Yeah, I didn't realize how big it was. Like when I landed and I got like was leaving the airport, I didn't realize how big it was. But when I got when I was leaving, is when I realized like oh. This shit is huge. It's like it's a bunker. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's got a weird like bunker vibe. Like yeah, um, city down there. It's crazy. And they did like this huge expansion mm-hmm. that apparently nobody has seen. <laughs> so there's like this whole conspiracy that there's like a tunnel underneath for like Illuminati members to get directly to the airport. And it's kind of like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like the Denver airport isn't like it's not close to in a metropolitan area. It's, it's like not off in the sticks. Yeah. But my Uber driver was like, they're expanding out here. So it, it, in Vegas terms, it's kind of like if we built an airport, I don't know, on Blue Diamond like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But we've expanded. The city's expanded out to Blue yeah. Diamond, like to where it's not weird. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of like a residential area. So she's like they're expanding she's like i've lived out here forever when i lived out here there is nothing out here now yeah. it's like there's shit so like it's not a big deal it does, it's not that weird it's not it's not and the public trans transit is and it's really shaped nice. like a swastika apparently i didn't I looked hear online that. i looked online and people were saying like yeah the um the airways are shaped like a swastika now when you see it and you find the google image of the airport it's it's a giant grid, right? So anything can look like a swastika. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, it can look like a lot of things. <laughs> it's a grid, um, like the city debunks. <laughs> yeah, but if you, but somebody like highlighted the part, like the middle, and it's kind of like, oh, all right, well, like the swastika part is the longest part. Like, <laughs> like it, I, so now I can't unsee it. <laughs> I'm still like, like yeah, it's, yeah. Like it's, there's cardinal directions. Like you got to have the long airway on the north side, the west side. I mean, like that makes sense to me, right? And so, like, duh, like it might turn out to look like a swastika if it's in a cross. <laughs> <laughs> but like, come on, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, it, that's a reach for inter- me. Denver was interesting. And I got back the day after you guys got into Vegas. Hold yeah. on. Rewind. Okay. We're still in Denver. Okay. We're still in Ven- Denver. We're, still we're in at Denver. the weed convention. Yes. So I'm working two days at this weed convention. Like, you know what? Okay. So after the first day, we're getting these flyers. There's two after parties. Okay. And my buddy's like, 
we should probably go to one of these after parties. It's a, a networking opportunity. Uh-huh. We should bring a cannabis cigar and we should just, you know, maybe hopefully people will like start conversations with us because we got this big ass cigar. We should sh- have you show everyone how you can smoke the entire cigar. Right. Well, <laughs> that's the beauty of these things is you fucking can't because not in one sitting. Yeah. The biggest one is 14 grams. Ooh, and that's son. like a three hour ordeal. Son, let's go. So it's gigantic and it's meant to be like a long smoke. Yeah. Um, like a cigar. Yeah. So <laughs> we show up to we, we get on the we get home, we unpack, we go get food, and then we um we hop on the limes and we go to this weed lounge. And we're driving through it. Like, it's crazy because we're like two blocks away from the convention center. And the dude told us that it was like walking distance. Uh huh. It was not walking distance. So we're on these lime scooters and we're like, damn, this is kind of far. We're like going through the hood. There's hella homelessness in Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, like, there's tents, yeah. like, yeah. full blown, like, camping tents, tarps mm-hmm. on the sidewalk. Like, they're just out. It's like San Francisco. Like, they just, I don't know. The city just said, fuck it. Y'all just <laughs> pitch up where you want because mm-hmm. they're just out. Um, except on Mall Street. Camp. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They're not on Mall Street. They're not on Mall Street. So we're driving through and it kind of, we're like, damn, we're kind of in the hood right now. Like, we're in the hood of Colorado right now. And then we just like get back to um, Rhino, which is like their art district. Oh yeah, 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 Rhino. No, so when is, I heard Rhino, I'm thinking Rhino. like, right, yeah, it is, it my initial thought is spearmint. Yeah, but <laughs> Rhino stands for something though. It's it's R I N O. Like, yeah, I don't know what it stands for, but it's their art district. Yeah. So we get to this like warehouse looking place, and they have two food trucks outside, and there's like a cloud of smoke around it. <laughs> there's like a a a, a pudding truck. And like some sort of like tacos or something, <laughs> and just like this, just a, a haze around this building. <laughs> and we're like, this is the spot. This gotta be it. So, like, you like show up to like a food truck, and you're like, man, I'm starving. Finally, I can get some food. And all he sells pudding. Bro, they have banana pudding and chocolate pudding. <laughs> <laughs> that's all they had but the thing was i got a pudding i'm not gonna lie to you i um of course you did. yeah of course i did and so when i was like and this is afterwards too this is like on the way out so we're um i walk up and i'm like yo like i see the menu and it says loaded pudding and i'm like loaded uh-huh. loaded with what yeah i ain't trying to get high like again i don't smoke so i'm like What's in this pudding? They're like, oh, Nilla wafers and whipped cream. I was like, oh, that's just banana pudding, bro. (laughs) Cool. So, anyways, got that and it was great. Shout out to um, that pudding truck. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember the name of it. Um, Oh, shit. Can you guys still hear me? I just ripped. Yeah. I mean, I ripped out my headphones. Anyways, so get into the lounge and it's just a sea of people smoking. There's a like a free dab station. There's uh these bongs. This company makes like st- metal 
bongs mm -hmm. so they stay icy cold mm. and so people are taking like icy cold bong rips um we go outside to the back patio and there's like live there's karaoke going on on the inside it's it's a whole trip we go out the back door and there's a live band people are selling like their hippie ass art <laughs> like hemp necklaces and shit like that mm -hmm. and then um there's this like five barrel like gravity bong station like five gallon jugs and they're all connected yes. and they go into like this little tent and they just fucking hot box people in this tent, like with the gravity bong. So you're just surrounded by a hit when you come out <laughs> and you're like dazed and confused. Oh um, so we get to this, we find ourselves a little spot. We get to this table and we're chilling just like me and the boys we have. So it's us three, me, my buddy and my other, uh, his homie that he went to high school with, but we've been friends for a long time too. Mm -hmm. And he hired two interns that live in Colorado. Okay. 21 year old kids fresh like babies yeah um and they're hella funny like one of them looks like <laughs> mclovin and the other one uh connor he looked like i don't know he's just a white boy with like long hair a beard and a hat like a trucker hat so colin it's he was a 21 year old colin <laughs> yes he was a 21 year old colin damn he, connor was um <laughs> so i was wondering why i liked him so much i was like damn you remind me of someone <laughs> oh my friends that are currently in vegas and i'm not there yeah <laughs> it must have been me stoned as hell in that room yeah uh, it was funny there was one point where i like i come back into the main room and i'm standing in front of a fan and the dab station is right next to it and somebody like took a dab and blew it and they just blew it right into the fan and i fucking just got a full hit like oh it's been a uh, it's been like two years since i've taken a dab yeah. so i was like and i was like oh, oh. And i was like yo like i was like i for sure just took a hit like that went behind my eyeballs like, <laughs> i was like yo this is absurd um and so Anyways, we're sitting outside, like the five of us chilling. They're passing around the the Canagar or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we met this dude at the convention that's like, yo, I just moved to Vegas. And we're like, cool. I was like, how long have you been out? He's like, literally, I've slept three nights in Vegas. Like, I just moved in a week ago, if that. And I was like, cool. And so we're chopping it up. But he's he hasn't he has a pass like a um like a, a buyer's pass to okay. the convention. So okay. we're thinking like, usually if you have a buyer's pass, you have a company and you're buying products for right. your store or online store or whatever. And uh, so we saw him at the after party and this dude was hella weird. And he was like, he was high, but not on weed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he was like trying to like talk turkey with us. Mm -hmm. but wasn't actually like proposing anything like he didn't actually have any ideas he's just like yo i just you know i got a lot of business out here in vegas and we're just like cool what is it like what are you doing and he's like well you know i, I just got out there and he's like dude i'm already like on stage with tiesto like look at this and i'm like Sick. Uh -huh. <laughs> i'm like you're hella from la i can tell you're from la like 
God. you're already name dropping. We've been yeah, in Vegas yeah, five yeah. minutes. And um, it's funny because we just got done telling the boys, like the the interns, they were like, yo, we want to go to Vegas, but it's so expensive. We're like, dude, if you know somebody, it's not bad. Like if you have a friend, like you can get comps, you can get yeah, like, like you can, it's easy. Like Vegas is easy if you're not a schmo. You know? Right. And so then he comes over bragging and they're like, well, you just like, what? This guy doesn't even, I was like, he's been there three days. He has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> 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 and then he's, yeah, I don't know. It was so weird. Like he, he wanted to like, he has his other friend that had a company and he wanted us to like come together. We're like, we sell different products. Like you have no idea what it's going. It was just a weird vibe. And he's like kind of aggro, but then my buddies made him smoke. Like as if like you a cop. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hit this shit so I know you're not a cop. Yeah, and it was funny because he they spoke and they're like, he's like, dude, this is amazing. This is the cannabis cigar. This is the result. We're like, yeah, and he was like, cool. And we're like, go ahead, you could have a hit. And like we had little like mouthpieces that were like, yeah, letting people have. So he took a hit and he's like, CBD, right? We're like, CBD, no, like this is a fucking weed lounge like no we're not smoking cbd and i'm i'm already on the horse like i'm just like acting like i'm sitting here hitting it because <laughs> i don't like this guy he's weirding me out yeah and then he has like so then you can see he's got his buddy with him who's the actual money uh-huh and so he comes over he's like yeah man this is uh this is the this is the result of their thing he's like well this is amazing and he's like holding it and he's like cbd right and he hits it and we're like why do you guys think this is cbd <laughs> So now they're stoned as shit. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God. He's like, I took a hit of that and I'm so hard. <laughs> it's like an older cat. We're just dying laughing because he's fucking, he's a dickhead. He's weird. Yeah. So um, we, <laughs> the boys are like, yo, are we taking the limes back home? We riding through the hood again. <laughs> oh, we got an Uber because they were too stoned. <laughs> and we just saw somebody fall. On <laughs> like it was a it was all bad, but Denver was a lot of fun. That's dope. I mean, it wasn't the same. It's very weird when we're in town and you're <laughs> yeah. not in town. It's like it's like this weird relationship now. It's like <laughs> it's like if you go somewhere without your your partner and right. you're you're like. I shouldn't be here right now. <laughs> so when you eat, it's like eating without your girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Like, but but it's sh- like it should be okay. You know it should be okay. But it's also like, you know, you your your homies, like your your homies is the homies of the guy that runs the spot. So like yes, you're only you're only good if you go with your homie to yes. get into the spot. Yeah. Yeah. So then that one time that you're like, yo. I do want to check out the spot. Well, I'll try it. With you me. know, I met this guy a couple of times. I'll try it. Yeah. You go it's there like, and it's no go. Yeah. You have your boy. We're not, we're is. not going to like go to the record stores and stuff if we're not with you. Yeah. Right. Right. Then we just get treated like the guy on stage with Tiesto. Yeah, know? exactly. It's a fucking, it's a whole thing. So there's a lot of things we didn't do because. It, it, like we weren't going to go to public us without you that they would have just <laughs> right this has been weird like is nick okay 
it is kind of funny now because like you guys were coming to vegas i met you in vegas you guys were coming yeah. to vegas before we were friends yeah. yeah but since we've been friends when you guys come to vegas you're with me yes and the experience i imagine is very different from what it used to be very yeah, yeah. and in a good way in almost the best ways because I appreciate Vegas so much more kicking it with you. Tell me about your experience prior to being like, what is what is a, a two day trip to Vegas prior to being friends with me? Ele elevated party, elevated in the scene, elevated, you know, you touch down, you drop your shit off at the room, you get dinner in a casino. You're gambling, you're, you're gambling and then you're, you're going to the club I'm trying to figure out what club to go to. You're going uh, to Marquee, yeah. you're going to Excess or Omnia, whatever. You're going to multiple Dre's. clubs and you're trying to figure out which, which club has the best hookups. Table, right. certain yeah. time there, the whole, the whole works. But mm. there's, there's also different experiences. Like now, being sober, that shit sounds atrocious. You know, like, but also being, I'm going to be 34 this week, going anywhere on the strip kind of sounds like shit you know even like, if you do like partake like we're older mm -hmm. yeah so like like travis isn't sober but like i imagine getting bottle service at the club sounds kind of played at this point oh yeah for sure seven hundred dollars for a bottle of goose i don't think anyone in our immediate friend group yeah us three a couple other people would ever be like I don't care what's in that bottle. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just know. good. No, thank you. Exactly. Um, I, I think that comes with years of just banging the gong. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. So now, now it's go eat at a local spot. Go, go find that shit, that dope shit, you know, and then um go digging mm -hmm. digging yeah. has become a regular part of the trips now for sure yeah we're back into buying records full steam ahead <laughs> we're here i yeah. got my i got my jodeci collection now that's it and i finally found one in the wild so now i'm back on the on the horse yeah you this. know you know it's attainable and now your your eyes are open again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not impossible now. Now you know it can it can happen. Yeah, that's and, that's and the problem. Certain pieces of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like you can visualize them, and shit. One of them was even posted the other day. A moon dog, like yeah. Did you see that? I sent you guys the. Uh, it's the second LP. The show. The after. Oh yeah, the show on. Um... I think the show, the after party, the show, or the, like after party the show, the party. I can't remember the name of the album, but it's the second one, I think. And they wanted 75 on that, though. It's their it's their third album. That's the third. And it's their last is. I I'm not, not my counting favorite. their newest album. It's their last album. I think it's not my favorite album. Right. It's not, but it was a good. It's still good. There's if you're going to if there. you're going to end. On an album, though, you're going to end with that album. Yeah, because they they you remember they try to do that reunion and just yeah 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 it's not good. Yeah. So our our, yeah. our trip started kind of, kind of different. It was like a staggered start. So Travis and I got in first. 
Um, we had we had two guest homies and then one reoccurring. So the guests, <laughs> the guests were uh, Frank White and Jay Wall from Shout Ball, out. Uh, two DJs, uh, Boston DJs, uh, good dudes, Bostonians. Um, they don't. I mean, Frank kind of parties. Jeff does doesn't really. And I think this was his first time. It was Jeff's first time in Vegas. Right. Oh, word. I didn't even bother to ask. Jeez. Yeah. So we, I wanted, it was my goal to give them the tourist experience as someone that was already, you know, that's done this for years and years. I feel like Vegas is a second home now. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or third to Chicago. I guess it would be. Yeah, you so, guys got it down by now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, cool. First night I'm playing at Commonwealth. Let's go down to Fremont and walk around. Did we, where do we go for lunch? Uh, lunch, we hit uh, sushi. Oh, we did a huge sushi lunch at Sakana. Um, oh, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. That's the way to go. That's the way to go. And then, Dinner was Pizza Rock, right? Pizza Rock. Yep. Shout out to Pizza Rock. Oh, man. They do served it up. 20 different styles of pizza really well. Very fucking well. Yeah. They served it up well. Neek, that's an official review because I don't think we've done an official Pizza Rock review yet. Not not a full one. We've mentioned it. It gets the seal of approval. Yeah, because you know what we do, we Pizza Rock is good. It's just their hours of operation are not ideal. Fair, okay. And I say that because they're downtown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're like in the clubs, like partying at night, they're closed by like ten or eleven. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like, you can't get it after you hang out. Right. You have to get it before. You got to go out beforehand. Yeah. Hit the spot. Yeah, we were the last one there at like 9.30. Were, yeah. yeah. And we felt so like they were kicking us out. Yeah, they for sure were. Oh, they it were? Is, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so from there, um, oh, and the homie Garrett came in too. But well, that's uh, a reoccurring. That's our reoccurring star. That's our reoccurring. Yeah. Um, Garrett knows his way around Vegas just as well as... <laughs> anyone that lives there i would say he knows it about it honestly like i talked to him he knows it like i know it so <laughs> sometimes i'm like are you sure you don't live here like he doesn't know the hyper specifics but like he knows his way around for sure no yeah doubt. he was uh-huh. driving us the last, yeah. the oh yeah that's last. right he's he driving us around he yeah was. yeah he's like i think there's one of these right over here and i was like damn no shit yeah <laughs> um so yeah, we I played at Commonwealth uh, for P Dot, uh, B Stang, and uh, Jamie the Greats party. Um, Y2K Y2K Tuesday, I think is the name of it. Which was great. Shout out to them. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Shout out to, them. to them. Um, Three awesome dudes. Awesome. Yes. Dudes. Uh, Crooked came out. Shout, Shout out, out Crooked. Crooked. Uh, Crooked. Thank you. Thank you for the. Yeah, shout out to Crooked and the whole Road Podcast. Yeah. Jamie, Neva. 
we yeah, saw like, just about everyone except saw, we saw them except for D Miles. CD, yeah. D Miles is I've never met D Miles, but he hates us. I think. I think he like low key hates us. I think he's just kind of like. I mean, just my assumption. I'm again, I've never met him, but he seems like the dude that just doesn't go out much and hates us. Ah, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm playing. I don't want to believe that he no, hates us. I'm trying to put that narrative <laughs> out there. Um, yeah, so that uh, that was cool. We went over to Circa late night. We went over to Roberto's late night. Oh my god! I had a breakfast burrito, and that was so fire from Roberto's. Yeah. Stayed at Park MGM uh, per usual. Um, next night was what do we do in the daytime? Anything? Walk the strip. Walk the strip. Yeah. Oh, we got uh, Frank and Jeff and uh, frozen drinks. The real big. Oh, you got them the. Uh, yeah. The, um, what are they called? Uh, Fat Tuesdays yards or whatever. Yeah. 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 Like, yards. You get the yard from Fat Tuesdays. Like forty-five bucks a pop. Yeah. Uh, you got to get the one fifty-one shot added you, i think that's wild. what they put in it I'm i think sure that that you get the football it. john <laughs> yeah yeah uh made them do that again uh, <laughs> you definitely made them do it <laughs> yeah i was like you guys should get this you're in vegas you know? <laughs> when i was 21 that was one of the first drinks i bought me and I, the boys all hit fat tuesdays yeah it was cold outside too and we were like this is a bad idea <laughs> walk around these cold ass yeah. <laughs> yo i can't imagine drinking one of those now no oh no fuck no that's a stomach ache man my stomach was hurting watching them drink that the that hangover shit. happens as you're drinking oh, so you're drunk sure. and hung over at the same uh, time yeah yeah oh oh Not no 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 so yeah uh, we did that. they finished those and then we hit up the link yeah, went to the link, did some shopping, ate it. Uh, Gordon Ramsay's fish and chips. Mm-hmm. How was that? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'll give it a good review. They also have uh, fried lobster on the menu, which is dope. Yeah, uh, Gordon Ramsay's restaurants are all like regular ass restaurants for sure. Oh, yeah. Burgers, yeah. fish and yeah. chips. It's not fine dining. No, no. Not. It was quick though, <laughs> and it was right there, and it was like I'm not gonna go to In and Out. So yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So we did that. Um, played at played a best friend that night. You had your uh, yeah, yeah. We had dinner. Dinner. What'd you have for dinner, Travis? I had. Let's see. Uh, I saw the Mike, whole damn near the whole menu get brought. Yeah, out, we so. we had the whole menu. So Mike Trong and I split the. The kimchi, fried rice, and uh, the tomahawk. Oh, and the the slippery shrimp. Oh, my God. Oh, that shrimp is crazy. Oh, and then we have the pork belly, um, pork belly fried rice. That was on there, too. Yeah. That's fire. They served it up, and it was amazing. Everything was good. Proper. Yeah. Shout out to Chef Roy Troy. Shout out. so sick. Yeah. Shout out. And that tomahawk, man, I'm telling you. Um, they did it right. Who came out? Eddie Mac came out. Um, Neva came out. Shout um, out Neva. Shout out Eddie. Yeah, we got to go to. Um, oh, shout out to uh, Soxy too. Uh, she was out as well. And uh, G squared. G squared was out too. Yeah, shout out yeah. G squared. Uh, all the movers and shakers. Then we went over to On the Record. 
uh, for Cricket's Night. Cricket, shout out Cricket. Color. Um, for her, met uh, CLA. Oh, yeah, you met CLA. Mm-hmm. CLA was playing in the main room. Um, and then it was, a, it was a quick trip, honestly. Yeah, that was a quick trip because we went from there and then we hit up uh, Emporium to see Neek. Yeah. At Area 15. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The next day. Hold on, we- hold on. Still, we're still <laughs> yeah, back on this day because stories. I still gotta talk. I still gotta talk about this Karen that kept Yo. bugging the fuck out of Neek. Oh, so I've Emporium. never experienced Neek anything. Is playing 80s night. It's 80s night at Emporium. Okay, so let me set this. Let me set the scene. Set the stage. Emporium, Emporium is an arcade is an bar. Arcade bar. Yeah, 80s. Nothing but 80s playing on the screen. 80s music being played. Neek is killing it. Playing his 80s set. And then here comes Karen. She came in like, honestly, I met Karen immediately. (laughs) I walked in, I'm changing. I'm putting, I'm like, I haven't even plugged in turntables yet. Like, cause I swap out the CDJs for turntables and I'm plugging the turntables in. And before I even start playing my first song, she walks up to me, her and her friend. Hey, can I make a request? I was like, yo, I haven't even started playing yet. She's like, oh, you haven't? And I'm like, no. And she's like, well, can we get some, like, she goes, salsa? <laughs> I go, oh, man, yo, it's, uh, we're actually doing an 80s night tonight. She's like, 80s? And she's like, okay, well, is, uh, like, Jagged Edge 80s? And I was like, no, no, you're, like, 30 years too late. No. <laughs> and um she's like well what's 80s and she's like pulling out her phone and like looking for the 80s and then her friend walks up and this is karen and she's like yeah she said it was an 80s and she's like 80s <laughs> <laughs> and she's like 80s is like baby making music and i was like there was a lot of parties in the 80s <laughs> And she was like, okay, well, she was like, well, I'm, her, the friend was like, well, I'm like 34. I was like, I'm 32. And she was like, well, I'm fucking 40, whatever. However, she's like, I was born in fucking <laughs> in 70, 70, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, cool. So this is right up your alley. Like, don't even trip. I got you. <laughs> and so she's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, just wasn't it. <laughs> she's like, I lived through the 80s. I was like, cool. Then you're going to know all this shit. So I was like, yo, just let me let me play. Like, let me just do my thing. I promise y'all will have a good time. Don't worry about it. So they go away and I start playing like two songs in. Boom. Karen's here. She's like, can you play like she tells me like an Usher song? And I'm like, what? I'm like, no, 80s night. It's an 80s night. I can't play that. This is before we got there, right? Before you guys got there. Okay, because she had a whole list of demands when by the time we were there. Yo, she came up to me basically every hour on the hour. I love it. And that. as she got drunker, like, first of all, she came up to me. She's like, can you, can we switch it up? She says at one point. Oh, yeah. And that's when I got, that. were you guys there for that part? I was, when there, she, I was there for that one. I was there when she was like, play anything besides this shit. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. By that point. Yeah. By that point, she was like hot. She was pissed. She was hot. But also throwing money at you. So I'm like, that's shitty. But I'll take that. Money. Well, like, thanks for the money. Um, so she like, 
yeah, she came up at one point was like, so can we switch it up? It was like 10 o'clock. It was still kind of early, like 9 30, 10 o'clock. She's like, can we switch it up? Like I this switch it up. <laughs> <laughs> like that's you trying to be cool. Like, I don't want to insult you, but like the international symbol for switch it up. Yeah, can yeah. we switch it up? And I was like, what do you mean switch it up? Like She's like, it's just like, we're the only ones here dance. We're the only ones dancing. We're the only ones here. Because it was dead as nine. And I was like, well, you're dancing, right? <laughs> like, she's like, we're the only ones that are dancing. I'm looking back at her friends. Her friends are fucking just back there in a group killing it. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, it's an 80s night. Like, I'm not going to change the night up. Not even an hour in because you don't want to listen to 80s. Like, go somewhere else. The launch of your 80s night. By the, the launch of my, yeah, mind you, this is the first 80s <laughs> night. Also, like, let me say, I just landed from Colorado. Yeah. Uh, there was a flight, uh, not a flight delay. They changed the gate of my flight back home and I missed my flight. So I'm like, I lost an hour. I got home at six. I have to be at Emporium at 8.30 to set up. Like I'm, I'm just straight from the plane to the gig, essentially. Mm. <laughs> and I'm playing, and she's just here fucking up my vibe, and I'm already like kind of in a panic because I'm like, fuck, am I gonna be able to play '80s for six hours and sound cool? Like, is this gonna be cool? Did, did I just do something? Like, am I <laughs> in over my head here? <laughs> and um, this ladies are heckling me like three songs in. So I'm like, damn, I'm tr- trying to catch my vibe. But meanwhile, her friends are having a good ass time. They love it. They love it. And, and then the, the end, you remember toward the end. Oh my God. By the end, she was full fledged in her final form. So, so she came form, up. Yeah, you guys were there chilling with me. Form. She I, was, I was only there with you. They had left. Yeah, but when they were there is when she came over and she's like through the money. Oh, yeah. That's and right. she was she's like, bad. take, she's like, this shit, stop playing this old ass shit. She's like, play some new shit. And I was like, it's an 80s party. I've been telling you it's an, this one. Now I'm going off <laughs> you're on like, her. You're like, you live through this shit. Bitch. I was like, you live. She's like, what is this old ass shit? I was like, you live through this. It's the 80s. You're asking for songs that aren't in the 80s as if you weren't there. <laughs> I was like, you were there. You were old enough to experience this. You know what the 80s were. I've been telling you all night it's an 80s party. As I'm like gathering up the money she just threw up. Yeah. <laughs> and, that dude came up. No, that dude came up that was with her. And was like, so this dude, he's clearly younger than her, is trying yeah. to get at her. He's yeah. trying, he's trying, trying to lay, so he's doing his thing. And he comes over and his request was way cooler. The way he did it was way cooler, even though he asked for a whack ass song. Yeah, he did. He came over and he had 20 bucks handed to me and said, hey, man, I'm not going to get laid unless you play me this song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, can you please? He said, please, can you please just play it? <laughs> and then just go right back to whatever you're doing. It's cool. He asked for I don't I don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with you. Yeah, that's right. By Big Sean. And I'm like, dude. And by this point, it's like twelve o'clock. It's like midnight, twelve thirty, maybe even. Um, the party's supposed to wrap up at one. So I'm like, it's the end. Like the big bulk of people have left. Um. Like, there's still people around. We still had a good crowd, but it was like, all right, I'll just throw this in randomly and just take it right out. Throw it on. So now I'm like, I got her money, I got his money. Throw on Big Sean. 
And then it, as soon as I dropped Big Sean, she's like, play um, straight out of Compton. <laughs> Throws me another 20 for straight out of Compton. I'm like, well, that is an 80s song. That is an 80s, yeah. <laughs> How much did you make here? I ended up with like 60 bucks. Yeah, 60. That's great. Fuck it for two songs. Yeah. Um, an hour of torture. An hour of, like, no, like, no. Six hours of torture. Like, she was there from open to close. But the best was the end. Oh, my get God. To the end. <laughs> so, the end, yeah. Like, last half hour, last half hour of the gig, it's just her and her friends left. Which, fuck this lady, right? Like, heckling me from open to close. <laughs> Like, leave. Just fucking take off. Uh, you, would think that, you would think that you were playing against the Boston Celtics. Dude, I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> so she comes over, and I'm just, at this point, I'm like, fuck it. I'm no, no like, 80s night is over. Like, they've ruined <laughs> the vibe. Um, they've given me 60 bucks. Everybody that was dressed up is gone. Like, it's safe to just leave it. Like, I'm on hour five and a half. Like, yeah. we're just going to night is canceled. 80s night is canceled. <laughs> so I start playing, like, some 90s rap, some mashups, and I throw on a Snoop Dogg song. And now she, her Snoop Dogg, like, This is Walsh form Karen right now. She flew over. She's like, yo, I want to like make him more requests. And she's like, yo, I want to hear, I like Snoop Dogg. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm playing Snoop Dogg right now. This is a Snoop Dogg song. She's like, but I don't want to hear this song. And I'm like, why the fuck am I playing for you? Like, why is, why does it matter if this is what you want to hear? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I didn't want to hear this Snoop Dogg song. Like as if I was supposed to know what you wanted to hear. But then you asked her. And I was like, all right, so what Snoop Dogg? Uh, yeah, so I was fine. Yeah, contrary to my thoughts, I go, what Snoop Dogg song were you thinking of? What are you talking about? Mm. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of an old one. She's like, it's like some old, like, crip shit. Like, he's like, some old, like <laughs> talking about some crip shit. And I was like, and so me and Travis lose it. Because at this point, you've already left. Travis decided he was going to stick around. Yeah. And she's like... I'm, I'm, you know, it's some old, like, it's, he's talking about some crip shit. And I'm like, what is happening? This old white lady <laughs> has been requesting nothing but some thugging ass rap. And now she wants some like specific crip shit. Yeah. I was like, first of all, that's not very specific. Like, old Snoop Dogg talking about crip shit is basically every song. Every song. Every song. And she's like on her phone looking for it. I was like, I don't know that. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, oh, oh, my God. All right, all right, all right. It was just mad weird. Like, it was so weird. I was like, yo, I'm all out of requests. Like, I finally told her. I was like, I'm out. I'm We're out of requests. You're done. You're, you've gotten all of them. And you've been the worst about it. <laughs> so I finally, like, 86 her from my booth. Yeah. It was like, she go just away. ends up leaving. She finally ends up leaving. I think that guy finally got it. No, because yeah. when we left... When we were leaving the venue. They were right outside the doors. <laughs> it was a weird. Oh vibe. yeah, they were. Acceptable in the eighties <laughs> was a weird debut. It was <laughs> successful. Like people came, they dressed up. It was a vibe. But that lady was the absolute worst. 
And then we went to Shoku Ramen. <laughs> and it was bomb. I wouldn't so wish she, she bought me and Travis dinner. Yeah. That's a win. That is a win. Um, we have something coming up. I think we should probably. Yeah, it's time. The I mean, since be we can't really days. promote it on Instagram or anything. Yeah, dude. The Flyers well use be the podcast platform to. For real shit. Yeah. Shit. October 13th, Men on Vacation will be opening for me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he removed them from the crowd. I met Nagy right now after the game when he gave up the play callings to Bill Lazar. He's like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Bill, he, you know, he called a great game, but yeah, it's still me. Still me. <laughs> no, men on vacation. Uh, two out of three of men on vacation. Uh, Phenom and Jupiter Williams will be opening at Paradise Fever at On the Record. For the third men on vacation. <laughs> For the third, third men on vacation. <laughs> I'm so excited. Like, <laughs> I've been Hell fucking yeah. working my ass off. I'm stressed beyond belief. My to-do list on my whiteboard, on my fridge is just filled with do this, do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. October 13th, Wednesday, October 13th, on the record inside Park MGM. Wednesday. Las Vegas. Um, Paradise and Fever. Colin and I are flying in Monday, October 11th. Be in at 8.30 a.m., Nick. Let's go to Public Us, please. Thank you. Public Us it is. It's going to be crazy, bro. I'm stoked. It's a what a fucking trip this whole thing has been. Uh, Shout out to Eddie Mack and Omar at Mack Agency for uh, seeing the vision and fucking doing everything they can to make it a reality. Um, I can't believe it's been a year and a half since the last one. Yeah. COVID like put up huge halt on this shit so it's kind of crazy to see it like coming to fruition at on the record where we wanted to do it from the very beginning um was the last one us as well no the last one was um pretty done Mm. okay and and then before that was before that was you guys did we did artifice with you you guys did Artifice with me, but it wasn't. Um, no, we did Commonwealth. You did oh, Commonwealth. Sorry, Commonwealth. But you guys yeah. did play at Artifice with us, but it was that with it wasn't me, but it Paradise, wasn't Paradise right. Fever. We just did our thing. Yeah. That was just my Friday. Yeah, that was just my That's Friday right. at Artifice back yeah. when I was doing Fridays there. Um, that was during lockdown when you couldn't stand. Mm-hmm. You yeah. couldn't dance. Your, yeah, whole crew, your whole crew was trying to dance. And they, like, they kept getting yelled at. <laughs> You got, you got to have B-boys at a, at a spot and tell them they can't dance. It was so weird. <laughs> I'm so glad that phase is over. Yeah. This is great. The The fact that, that this is finally where it needs to be, <clears throat> but more importantly, the fact that the flyer says us separately from you, I'm going to be walking around all night showing people this flyer and be like, you think he's upset with Travis and I? <laughs> like, do you think he's he's got an issue? Do me a favor and after he's done DJing, go talk to him and say that I said it. Just going full David Ruffin. 
Oh my god, <laughs> that's funny. And on Just, vacation, parentheses, not Nick because Nick is playing solo by himself, and <laughs> Nick Lopez, and Nick Lopez. Yes, no, I love it. I think, I think, what better way to usher this party into the new venue than having the boys there? And we are 100%. To be 100%. There to Hold on, boys, keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, as soon as I as soon as I announced that the party was happening to Garrett, he said, "Cool, I'll buy my flight right away." So hell yeah, I think I'm stoked, man. We're gonna have the crew out. It's going to be fucking insane, man. Um, if all things that we're planning go through, there's a few things that we're that are like pending confirmation. It's <laughs> it's like thinking of like this downtown ghetto disco party that we've been throwing for years. Yeah, is now full-fledged on the strip like a, a, a I don't want to call it clean or polished but right. it's um it's got professional backing now you know it's it's in I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it it's the budget not, is bigger <laughs> it's, it's not a final form obviously it's no. not like this is in its final form it's in a much more appropriate form. Yes. I feel like we've had to be very DIY with some of our other venues and kind of make the mold fit within the venue. And this venue is almost catered to this type of vibe. What's Um, the biggest thing you've learned from the creation of this idea to right now? It's different. Um, the so the create original the original one I did the original two. One of the biggest lessons is your your event is only going to be as good as your flyer. Yeah. Um, if you make a bullshit flyer that lo- looks bad, people aren't coming. It doesn't matter where or what it is. It's just not happening. My original flyers were really bad. Um, I thought the concept of it was cool, but it just didn't work. Um. And then we only had like two, three, maybe five people show up to like the first two. And they were really like, it was brutal. It was brutal and like hard to, it's a hard sell. Like it's hard to keep going when you like, you come up with this whole idea and nobody shows up. Cause that party, that sound, that vibe is not meant to be shared amongst two people total. <laughs> no, it's and, like and- high energy and then nobody's there. And you're like, oh, I just look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to all these venues that gave me a chance, right? Like shout out. still and shout out to those two or three people that came through. Um, so shout out to Waterhole because that was my first venue. And then we moved to Artifice. And that's when I was like, okay, cool. I need to step up the branding. We need banners. We need a step and repeat for photos. We, like, we went to Artifice and like a few more people showed up. But we only did one because the follow, like it just wasn't that good still. I had some coworkers show up, but I didn't really get a lot of support. Um, I even had people like tell me like, oh, this is, that doesn't look good. Like just flat out like, not to me like i had somebody else post it somewhere and they're like yeah that looks fun and it's like sarcastically and it's like damn like this looks stupid still what about your party yeah paradise fever like in the what? beginning this is like my third one and the third one just it went okay like it, it was better than the first two but it still wasn't like great and it was mm-hmm. kind of awkward because it wasn't a full room 
shout out to Mandy at Artifice because I remember her hitting me up like, yo, are we doing it again next month? And I just remember being like, no, like I want I want to build I want to figure out a way to like do this better. Mm. Um, and then I put it down for like a year mm. and just kept doing like the podcast um, and the mixtapes. And when we met with the owners of Beauty Bar is when I learned how to brand. Mm-hmm. Um, she just acquired Beauty Bar and she got with a graphic artist and made like this whole flyer. I met Sophia and my cousin Spencer who helped me, like who got involved with it and helped me create like a new aesthetic for it. Mm-hmm. And put like, and so like we put out the clothing made the invitations we made all these cool videos and now it became this whole brand and then so your imagery has to be like it's important the 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 aesthetic value the aesthetic of your brand has to be known from the very beginning Mm -hmm. so that kind of goes hand in hand with your flyer and so there is when we learned about liquor sponsorship and kind of the backside of the business of throwing events and how to like acquire a budget mm-hmm. that isn't a bar percentage. Cause I mean, that's a lesson that a lot of DJs should learn is that if you're trying to get a night at a club without sponsorship, you're most likely just going to get a bar percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, some clubs will or a offer flat you, fee. I was going to say some clubs will offer a flat fee. And just be like, here's the budget what we got today. Mm-hmm. You want to play during the week? It's slow. You got a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or a weekend, like a Friday, we got 300 bucks for you. And you just kind of have to like, or whatever it is, you know, depending on the venue and how much they sell. You kind of got to get like an, an idea of what you want to play for and how you can acquire that extra money. Mm-hmm. So liquor sponsors is a great one. Find out who that bar who who they get their who their distributor is and maybe find ways of selling their brand specifically in that bar and then they'll do a bar buyout and then that money's yours mm-hmm. um so that's what i learned at beauty bar and when i went to commonwealth they were the opposite they just had a budget they didn't need sponsorship um and now you got to figure out how to brand with your shit within that knowing that you don't have to sell anything right and now that i have on the record at mac agency i don't have to worry about any of that stuff so now i have to change my whole focus into creative and only creative no Mm -hmm. back-end business no no worrying about how many people are coming through the door no worrying about ticket sales or guest list or you know bar sales i don't have to worry about any of that um and it took a second to get out of that mindset. Right. But, um, so yeah, that's the advice, like that's kind of the journey and the advice is to kind of learn everything. If you're going to be a DJ that throws a party as opposed to just playing parties, you're going to have to learn the business of it. You're going to have to learn where this money comes from. Like venues don't have an unlimited budget to just write Uh you a check. You need to learn how they get that money and how to how to how to get more of it if you need more of it. So it's been a learning experience. It's been a it's been a crazy four years, but I've I feel like it makes me a better DJ. Yeah. Because 
you know, you got to learn, like, you you also learn that that really cool, like, niche genre of music that you like, um, nobody likes it. And you have to <laughs> figure out a way to, like, get people to, you have to trick people into listening to it. Nobody's going to listen to, if I tell you I have a disco night, you're not going to come, you know, like, if you don't know you like disco. Right. Everybody likes disco. They just don't know it. Right. So you name it something cool and you create this whole brand around it without ever saying the word disco. <laughs> and now everybody's just like, oh, this is cool. And now it, mm. it once it builds its steam, then you can throw a fucking disco on the Instagram <laughs> title. And if you want to sell it, make sure you have a story to tell. Yes. Be be um what intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. People want experiences now, man. That's, that's, you know, you, people are searching for that. And I hate to say it because of TikTok, but they want something that they can post up. That's like an experience of a lifetime Mm -hmm. and everyone around them will see it and be like, this is the experience of a lifetime. This person, I have FOMO, blah, 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 whatever. And they, they want the unique experience that they know no one else can achieve. Right. And I think that for a Vegas experience, if you would have walked into that, like that night that we did, story of a lifetime, mm-hmm. you know, which led us to meet you and let us start this fucking podcast and the whole fucking shebang. But that's experiential. It's not yeah. just like Friday down at, bruce's bar you know where you're like you know it's i heard i don't fuck with you and straight out of compton and shit like you know like yeah it's 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 a moment and you can pinpoint those moments too i still remember vividly when we played it last time yeah you know thinking about when you guys stumbled in versus when you played it two different venues also but like it's a whole fucking experience top to bottom yeah and it's, you know, like, again, like, if you have a, make sure you have a story to tell. And it doesn't have to be fucking complex. No. The, the, the first night that I walked in was when I heard Steve Mo Knight, Only You. And I was like, man, like, I Shazammed it that night. Yeah. And now, like, I, I automatically have that song forever associated with that party. Wait a minute, what's, what song? Only you, babe. The song you're asking me about last week. Oh my god. Okay. Travis, Travis just found out what that was, by the way, and it's been bothering him for weeks. What he told me. What'd you say? You heard me play it. It's been bothering you. I heard you play it. It's been bothering me. I was trying to. I couldn't figure out how to explain the song to him. <laughs> I hate you know that. what I mean? Yes. It's like I I didn't know the words because I heard it in the club, so it wasn't quite clear yeah you're just you're hearing remember the, melody, the words the whole know? thing yeah yeah so i didn't know how to explain it to him i didn't know how to hum it to him so i was like fuck it i'm just i just have to wait for him to play it again <laughs> that is funny and There's then he a, played uh, he played it again and i was in the middle of a conversation and i ended the conversation to run over that's to, the one that's the yep. one <laughs> yeah there's a that's the original and then theopolis london did a cover with tame impala Right, that's what, and it sounds exactly the same. Oh, okay. It's just Mm -hmm. mastered a little better. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's the test of time, man. That you can Mm -hmm. party around Vegas and still have it be successful, 
and have the top players back you now. Hell yeah. Like, it's not just, you know, two two guys off the street it's it's the top players it's the top right. players like i'm mac agency is like the dj's yeah agency you know what i mean so it's like to me i'm like this is exactly who we should be backing it this mm-hmm. is something that's it, it, this is exactly where it needs to be it's um it's just wild like the journey has been nuts i really hope and it seems like everybody's excited everybody's stoked um eddie is for sure Eddie's pumped. Well, to him. Yeah. Um, the promo has been like, it's a lot of work, man, just getting this out there. And the bar is set so high because we're following uh, Sound and Color. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cricket's event. And I mean, but I've always, Cricket is the bar to me. When yeah, it comes exactly. To that throw parties, like Playhouse is insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I try to, I try so hard to like just be the disco version of, playhouse or sounding color because her events are fucking spectacular she's uh somebody that i consult with regularly i'm tomorrow we're having a walkthrough of the venue and planning things out and she's gonna oh she's there. gonna be there oh yeah it's crazy cricket i love you i love you cricket cricket's the best you are yeah hands cricket, down the best cricket is the best she really is that's that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Cricket's simply the best. She does not get enough credit for. I oh, mean, she, that's not she true. Gets she, a, she gets it from us. I think she gets <laughs> it from everyone. I think I really do think she everybody that meets Cricket call, is like, oh, my gosh, she's the, amazing. Call us the Cricket florist, man, because we always are handing her the flowers. Let's go. Cricket from top to bottom. And she's good. Like like all, the, all these things <laughs> to say, all these things to say about her. And she's she's a good DJ also. Yeah, you know I mean, never mind. Yeah. Never mind her. Her perfect branding, her perfect party, just like a perfect person, person, and, uh, just a fucking sweet person to boot. Um, she's a fucking spectacular DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cricket is I the best. I don't. I don't want to talk too much more on it because it's coming up, and we'll have a whole another recap. True, on, true. On what it is. Um, yeah, we'll do. We, we'll do the recap. Do- can we do a quick lightning round that I made up? Yeah. Okay, yeah. quick lightning round. It, this is not not like this, this or that. This is just a quick. Couple top sub, a couple exactly. subjects. Quick topics. Super Bowl. Oh, Super Bowl. Super show. Bowl halftime lineup is nuts. We're finally getting the halftime lineup that we've all wanted whenever it, the, the Super Bowl is in a dope city. Like when the Super Bowl was in Detroit, why not have a Motown halftime? Wasn't right. like that. You know what I mean? Right. So we're finally getting the halftime show that I guess we all asked for. You know, Jay Z's behind it. Um, and then we got all West Coast on it. So and Eminem. And Eminem. Midwest. I think mid who, I think who even, kind yeah. of falls when in when I said it, the when I said West Coast, I kind of put that together. Because of the aftermath. Right. But you're right. Uh, East Coast. Say so what? Mary, Mary is, J. Blige. Mary East is East Coast. Coast, yes. So it's a little, a little something for everybody. It's a little like, something for everybody. Very well, like West I, like I said, Jay Z was involved with that. So you got to put that in consideration. Of course, he's going to put some East Coast people on there. <sighs> I Kendrick was born in Chicago. People forget. Kendrick was born in Chicago. That's right. Oh, I didn't then know. Then with Luda. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Knew that. Um, 
nothing will ever be Prince. And and once once you no. get past that, everything is good. Well, right. Once you come to terms with that, Prince in the Rain is like. <laughs> well, you got to go print. You got to go what Prince first, like right? Prince is the only artist to beat Michael on the Super Bowl performance. So you go Prince, you go MJ, The Weeknd, Beyonce. Is that the order? The Weeknd is the third best performance of all time. The third best Super Bowl performance. Did Did y'all watch that one? That was when he was lost. Did y'all it watch like that? he was lost at El Cortez? This was, this was last year. <laughs> that Super Bowl performance was unbelievable. Yeah, it was good. What would you put above it? <laughs> it, was it was good. Yeah, what would you put above it there? Uh, I got to do a little refresher. Okay, I'll wait. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say it wasn't. I don't. I'm just. I don't know why that's surprising to me. Mm. I can't think of. And it was just him. He didn't bring out any guests. Yeah, fair. 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 Yeah, sure. Bill Collins ran around the entire stadium. Too. Bill Collins and who? Bill Collins, Christina Aguilera, Enrique Iglesias, and Tony Braxton. 2000 Super Bowl halftime Oh, show. yeah. Okay, I'll pass on that one. Dang. Wow. <laughs> what a weird, wow. What a what weird, a weird lineup. Wow. wow. Maroon 5, Travis Scott, and Big Boy. I already forgot about I hated that, that one. Oh, I forgot about that one. That was when Travis Scott did that SpongeBob intro. <laughs> that was actually sick. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd, John Goodman, James Belushi, ZZ Top, and James Brown. Oh, I was just going to say that I thought that this lineup was the first rap lineup or the first rap performance on halftime show, and that's not true. 99. Well, Travis Scott did it. I know that, but yeah. so. But was he headlining now? No. He wasn't I guess a headliner. So. Wait, 99, Gloria Estefan, Stevie Wonder, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> wow, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Justin Timberlake, people forget. Nobody forgets. Oh, nobody forgets. Nobody forgets. Fucking rude. The, the Who, 2010. Shania Twain, No Doubt, and Sting, 2003. Yeah, That's kind of tight. Tom Petty, 08, Rest in Peace. Paul McCartney, 05. Remember that one. Bruno Mars and Chili Peppers, 2014. I remember that, but I wasn't like stoked on that. Oh, I remember that, but it wasn't. Ugh. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen, 09. Boys to Men, Smokey Robinson, Martha Reeves, and The Temptations, Queen Latifah, 1998. That's pretty sick. Well, there's another rapper, too. Yep. Patty LaBelle, Tony Bennett, Arturo Sandoval, Teddy Pendergrass, Miami Sound Machine, 1995. Sick. Oh, Black Eyed Usher and Slash, 2011. J-Lo and Shakira, 2020. That was a huge a one. That one was huge. That was a big one. Lady Gaga, 2017. MJ, 93. Oh, shit. Don't play it. Um, I, uh, I, I'm stoked to see what this halftime performance is going to look like. I'm really excited. Um, oh, yeah, Nelly and Diddy did in 04 with uh, Janet and Justin Timberlake, Jessica Simpson, and Kid Rock. But who headlined it? Uh, Janet. Oh, was that the was that the infamous two thousand four? Oh yes, uh, uh, that was the, the malfunction. Uh, I don't think that was a wardrobe malfunction though. She had a pasty I'm not buying on. that. I'm not buying that. Diana Ross, ninety six. Aerosmith, In Sync, Britney Spears, Mary J. Blige, and Nelly, two thousand one. Let's go. Nelly was huge at one point, wasn't Nelly he? Was huge. That's crazy. 
Should but Nelly not- have done versus against Ja Rule? Sure. Yeah. Who did? Who was against Ja Rule? Fat Joe. Fat Joe was big at one point too. I know. This website is saying the number two of all time is Madonna, LMFAO, Nicki Minaj, and CeeLo from 2012. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to pass. Come on. Who, who said that? Who said that? Uh, the, whatever Stones. that website is. The Rolling Stones say that with, with their with their Culture. top 500 greatest songs. Oh, here's Rolling Stones list. Let's oh see. God, I don't want to hear it. They'll they'll say Prince. Give me give me the top Fuck Rolling Stones. Give me man. the top five on Rolling Stones. All right, hold on. Internet's running slow thanks to uh, Facebook Gate. <laughs> uh, okay. That is so funny. That's a that's a a bad list. All right. What what's need- the next top? What's the next topic? The next topic. Okay, my next topic that I got up here is Rap City. Rap City's coming back. Or we hope so. Big Ticket made an announcement. Big Ticket made an announcement. Um I grew my up child- in this shit. Childhood me loved Rap City. I used to rush home to catch Same. Rap City Same. because if because I took the bus home and if I if I dilly-dallied, I wouldn't like yeah. I'd miss it and 106 and Park would be uh-huh, cuz right cuz 106 and Park would come on right after. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Freestyle Fridays, let's go. Freestyle Fridays. Freestyle Fridays and then uh Rap City the Basement would have Cameron. Always <laughs> classic. Always. Jay-Z um, had some classic freestyles there. A lot of people did. Yeah. Um, Wayne. Wayne, oh my god, right right before Wayne had his Wayne run. Yeah. Safe runs. Wow. Yeah, big tig. I, I hope I hope that comes about soon. Um, did we find out what what station is on, what channel is on, or are we just going to assume that it's going to be Revolt? Oh, I, oh wait. Here's this here's this Rolling Stone list. Let me throw it back real quick. Prince at number one. Okay. Number two was U two from two thousand two. This is Rolling Stone. It's shit. a very Rolling Stone I list. They're going to say that. Uh, number three, Beyonce. Okay, 20. where I put B at? Where did I put B at? Uh, not even in the top five. Bullshit. <laughs> you too? I would never do that to her. I'm uh, still convinced nobody actually listens to you too. <laughs> I mean, they put it on your phone. They do. That's the only reason why. <laughs> uh, no, that's, yeah, that's top three. You don't need the rest of it. Yeah. It's nonsense. Um, you'd put Weekend over Beyonce? Uh, yeah, that wow. beehive is gonna kill. Um, I know the beehive is gonna come for me only, oh. only because, only because, um, Beyonce, Beyonce had a guest, didn't she? I think she had some guests on hers. No, we can't have a guest. That's the only reason. Oh, yeah, Beyonce didn't have a guest. Yeah, I mean, Destiny's Child, Destiny's Child came out. Does that count? Does to me. Okay, that's fine. Weekend had uh, the Susie and the Banshees cover, so he had a guest. That's cool. oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, yo, we're getting a versus Puff Daddy versus JD, or cool. we hope. That's, I'll take that. I'll watch that. My thoughts on Rap City, the basement. I, I mean, I um, or it's I don't know if it's the basement, but Rap City. 
I'm not that excited about it because I don't know if rap is that good anymore. Fair. Fair. That's fair. But there is there is stuff that comes out, so maybe it'll put light on the cool shit. Yeah. Yeah, because that's kind of where I learned a lot about a lot of cool shit. Yeah, like that's where I learned about Slum Village mm, and Black Blackalicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe this will be a spotlight for that kind of rap as well. Yeah, I want them to play into that nostalgia. I want those classic artists in the booth again. I would love to see those, but I would also love to see new artists who are kind of in that vein. Yeah, man. Of like traditional rap. Like J. Cole. Yeah. Sure, he's a newer. he's a big I would say, version I wanna, of that. I want to hear like, ESTG in the booth. Yeah, like I want to see like Forty Two Doug in the booth. I want to see if those yeah gonna get in there and freestyle with the best of them. I would love to see like newer rappers. You know, Baby Keem will get into the booth and just yeah, murder, like you know, JID will just go ham. And I want to see a spotlight for that type of rap. Yeah, like still Griselda? contemporary. Oh, having but Griselda in the booth. Yeah, oh like Conway that would be sick. Boom, 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 boom. Let's have oh, a the Conway album. Sound, the intro sounds sick. Yeah. I got to I gotta put that on today. But yeah, the, I, to, sorry, we keep jumping. But the, the verses sounds good. I would yeah. watch that. Puffy against JD. Um, Drew Hill came out and said that they'll go against anybody. It doesn't matter who. But is I think they were asking, trying to. Is anyone huh? asking that? See, no. But I think they were trying to call out Jodeci. That would be and cool. Jodeci's not responding. Jodeci kind of had a short run, huh? Jodeci had a short run. Drew Hill had a short run. And then Casey Dang and that. JoJo had heat, heat. And then Cisco, Cisco had, had heat. So Drew would he- that play in? See, sort of like Hill- how the locks did. Drew Hill, the way the way that Drew Hill got their name is because they used to sing in this place in Maryland called Druid Hill. And uh, they used to sing Jodeci songs. Oh, wow. So I'm going to be real curious to see if Jodeci even responds and wants to do a versus with them because to me, Drew Hill is a carbon copy of Jodeci. I can see that. I hope you got that story right because our YouTube uh, viewers have been coming. Come at me. Oh man, they've been getting real. Coming for the, the, like they're listening to me. the whole episode and just coming at everything we get wrong. Come yeah. at me. Yeah. Come at me. Yeah. I mean, thank you for watching though. Come thank at you. me. I was just happy when Drew Hill came out because that was when around the time when Jody C was putting out their last album and Jody C was uh, saying that they were splitting up and Casey and Joseph was going to do their thing. And then Drew Hill came in and kind of took that ball and ran with it so yeah youtube commenters come at me (laughs) i'm so happy that this is toward the end of our of our podcast so that you guys can watch the whole thing thank you (laughs) thank you hey don't forget to hit that like subscribe while you're hit that bell so that you'll be notified every time that we drop so that you can comment yeah what else what else is on the what's on the books that's all i got right now you think that's you got to go DJ, right? Yeah, I got to go do a show. Neat got to do a show. What if season finale this week? I'm caught up. It looks great. Super excited about that. Succession. Hey, season I've, three I've coming every, out. I've seen every episode of Succession now. It's coming out soon. God, such a great show. Neek, have you seen it? 
No, I just spent the last weekend at an anime convention. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, I've I've seen Summer of Soul now. I can talk about that too. Summer yeah. of Soul's great. Yeah, he finally um, saw it. Uh, let's talk about that Meters and Stevie Wonder album that's out there. Yo, yeah, you sent me that while I was at the gig yesterday, and I was like, was "That sounds like, spectacular." Right? I bet if that if the masters of that ever got out and they pressed that, that would be a record store day release that would sell out immediately. Oh yeah, let, let me pull up, let me pull up the actual tweet here. Because um, people just yesterday. Yesterday on Twitter, because we give you the show in real time now. <laughs> it's Monday. You're getting the show on Monday. Uh, yesterday on Twitter, Sly Stone's daughter, Novena Carmel, said, apparently Stevie Wonder recorded two albums with the meters in 1979. <laughs> wait, wait, how's she going to say apparently? And she saw it on uh, Wikipedia. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in Detroit, uh, instrumental project called Super Ego, that was never released due to lack of commercial power. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. I'm just trying to imagine what that would sound like. Because essentially we're listening to, and it's an instrumental album, so mm -hmm. Stevie didn't do vocals on it, but we're listening to Stevie with a band. Yeah. Like, musical in, input from somebody else which is kind of crazy in the peak of disco 79 so you right. know that shit was right, right right i need to hear this i need to fucking hear this we all do what's it sound like yo who would have this who would have this that we would do quest love well, some somebody in the comments was like, "Quest love, you're up." Blah, blah, oh blah. shit! <laughs> like, yeah, hundred percent, Quest, you're up. Yeah, you up, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Quest love has it and doesn't even know he has it. I, I don't think anybody has this. Like, if it wasn't released, there's no way. There's no way. Like, some the masters of it are somewhere. Somebody has that. Somebody, somebody has sitting the masters on that. to that. All I Do from 1980 Hotter Than July was written by Teenage Stevie back in the 60s. He originally wrote it for Tammy Terrell, but mm. it was never released until the early 2000s on a British compilation. Interesting. Wow. So I oh, see. Oh, I have a fun fact. YouTube video. Um, Earth, Winds and, Earth, Wind and Fire September was uh -huh. never an album. It was never on an album. It was, was a, single, a single and it was released on their greatest hits album. Interesting. Nobody's never on an album. Huh. Wow. <laughs> I never knew that. Wow. No big deal. Wow. Th that wouldn't fly these days, you know? No way. There's too much money to be made. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You're not putting that song isn't on an album? <laughs> yeah. We're getting a record store day release of just that. Six versions of that. Two <laughs> remixes. And then... Uh, 16 different colors for the disc <laughs> yeah 100 <laughs> percent. yeah this this tv has to come out um i don't know yeah i don't know either man that that stevie, knowledge stevie is gonna does own his that we know that that's out there stevie owns his masters i believe the fact that that album is out there and that knowledge is out there it's annoys come me out i wish i never knew this right
I love the meters. Obviously, I love Stevie Wonder. That would be incredible. I wonder what Stevie's playing. I wonder if they have him on keys or if he switches. Like, on Summer of Soul, there's footage of him playing drums, which is kind of a rare thing. Yo, shout out to the guy holding the umbrella. I lost it right when I right when that started and the guy's out there holding the umbrella. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stevie singing and goes to play drums. I'm uh-huh. like, yo, that's fucking dope. I would fucking love to be Stevie Wonder's umbrella holder. Anything you want, Steve. You think, whatever. You think, you think they're not releasing it because that was when they found out that Stevie Wonder could actually read music? Okay, show's uh-huh. over. Goodbye. What? We'll be back on Wednesday with Matthew Law. I'm looking forward to having him on the show. He is fantastic producer. And uh, yeah, great producer. Man, I like his stuff. Ask him if he reads music. Go ahead. You know, you can ask him. (laughs) Jerlick. And we're coming up on what? A hundred episodes. We're almost there. We inch closer, and uh, hopefully Travis will have an argument, uh, conspiracy theory for us by then. (laughs) A legitimate conspiracy theory. Wait a minute. It is legitimate. Everybody be safe. Wear a mask. Don't (laughs) cough in each other's mouths. You know it's bad when Neek does the outro. We'll We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. (laughs)